you prioritize yourself, it's so counterintuitive because we're just told like work harder and that's how you're going to make more money or that's how you're going to get ahead. How many times have my biggest creative impulses come while I was literally like at some beach club on vacation somewhere, not even thinking about anything and the idea popped in? Or when you're not thinking about work and you're like driving or you're in the shower and it's like, oh, right. Because then there's actually room for spirit to come in where you don't have to be the one to do it all. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hello, my gorgeous. I see you. I see how hard you've been working, how much you've been giving to everyone else, how much you're doing, what a positive attitude you maintain, how you keep going and give so selflessly and have for so many years now to so many, many people. And as I was sitting here praying about, dear God, like, what's the topic for today's podcast? I got his women need to take a break. They need permission to take a break. So my love, I wanted to open up this topic on really seeing you, really being there for you and really prioritizing you. Because I know that our society has not made this socially acceptable to take a break. And in fact, just the opposite. It's like, we're going to be punished if we're not working harder and doing the next thing and making the next post and doing all the things all the time. Depending on where you get your spiritual wisdom from, I get mine from the Bible. I never have seen any scripture that talks about the constant hustle and that that is the way to create greater advancement. I just haven't, but I've seen the constant hustle wear my friends out. I've seen the thought of the constant hustle make me try to make me feel guilty when I'm not always working. The message that I really, really have inside my heart and soul today is that it's time for women to take a break. That, and you're going to know what that means for you. I know some women are going to listen to this and be like, you know what? I'm quitting my job and I'm not going to work for three months. Other women are going to say, take a break. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to shut my computer down at two o'clock today. Other women are going to be like, you know what? I need a nap. I want a nap. For other, you know, just like maybe you need to like not think about business for the rest of today. Or maybe like actually taking a full weekend off. I don't know what it is for you. But what I do know for sure is that you are meant for greatness, that you have an extraordinary mission that was planted and designed inside of you for you exclusively. And I know that there's not a woman in the world that will fully be able to experience and express that God-given mission from a place of depletion, from a place of exhaustion, from a place of 
bowing down to society's rules that we're supposed to work all the time, that we're supposed to figure it all out ourselves, that we're supposed to do everything and just li like literally constantly work. And whether it's working in your business or your career or at home or with kids or with team or with clients, but overgiving is not healthy. Overgiving is not a child. I know that people go around and actually like where they're like, oh, I'm so busy, like a badge of honor. Or in my programs, I totally overgive. Overgiving is like overeating, over drinking, over stuffing. It doesn't feel good to anyone, not on any side of the equation. And for us women to start to get that when we use spirituality as our superpower, and we actually take time to prioritize ourselves and our relationship with God, where we can seek first the kingdom of heaven and then all these things will be added unto you. It's like when we get that that time in the morning of prayer and meditation and reading just beautiful words that are going to lift our vibration and build those faith muscles and remind us of the greatness that is meant to come through us and that our best days are ahead of us. Like this is what comes when we take a break, when we dim the noise, when we slow the busyness, when we have our space so filled up all the time, there's no room for God. There's no room for the miracle. There's no room for the insight. There's only room for that constant hamster wheel of working, 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 working all the time, which actually becomes repelling. And particularly for those of us who are at all interested in femininity and our ability to get great at receiving and our, you know, capacity for up-leveling our attraction factor, working all the time doesn't do great for any relationship. I see so many of my friends and their masculine energy, like working, working, working all the time. And it's like, I get it at the beginning of our careers. There, there's, you know, stuff like a plane uses 90% of its fuel at takeoff. At a certain point, it's, I think it's important for us women to take a look at, like, you really need the next hundred thousand, the next million, the, like the, like, what is it that we're going for? And I have zero judgment on anyone who is following their own divine guidance. Like if you're divinely guided to move forward in a particular way, you do it, girl. And I am not money shaming anyone here. There's, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about growth, but not when it comes at such a sacrifice, not when it comes from the, the process of losing ourselves in the process. And for me, these days, you know, like I, I fell into the belief for a while. I mean, I've not, like, I have a lot of issues and overworking is not typically one of mine. But at the beginning, I didn't know any better. But like before I met Glenn, I was completely unconscious and I would just work eight to eight every day thinking that was normal and that that's what entrepreneurs are supposed to do. And then I remember when he said, computer gets shut down at six o'clock. I was like, how am I going to get all this work? I, that, that can't happen. I'm not going to be able to get it all done. And amazingly, I taught myself how to work smarter, not harder. 
And I became more effective and more prosperous and more joyful from shutting the computer down at six o'clock and pretty much not opening it up on the weekends than when I was doing the, the eight to eight and uh, Monday to Friday and half a day on Saturday. That's not sustainable. And it's also unnecessary. There's a, a woman in one of my programs and she was so excited about the business that she's going to create. And I could just see the enthusiasm and the joy in her voice. And, and I, her, her brain was just running like a million miles a minute. And it was like, I could do this, and I could do that, and I could do this, and I could do that. And I looked at her, we were on Zoom. I looked at her and I said, when's the last time anyone gave to you? And you just saw the waterworks instantly instantly started crying. She's been a single mom for so many years and just got in the habit of always being the one to give. And of course, giving and being of service and focusing on something other than our own problems and our own issues or even our own abundance path is necessary. But it's we breathe out and we breathe in. We give and we receive. And modern day women have just gotten good at the masculine stuff. The masculine is like the doing and the action taking and the initiating. Ultimately, masculine energy is about giving. And the feminine is where the play and the passion and the pleasure and the creativity and the spirituality and the intuition is. Ultimately, femininity is about receiving. And it is part of my reason for living is to help women get great at receiving. And this includes me, by the way, I certainly do not have it mastered. You know how hard it is sometimes even for me still to receive a compliment? Like think about it for yourself. Like when someone hands you a gift, is it, you get a little squeamish? Does your stomach tighten up at all? Let alone like really, really deeply considering yourself. And one of the reasons why I believe that this is so important is when we don't prioritize ourselves, when we don't create space, when we don't give ourselves enough breaks so that we can hone into what's really going on for us, we miss it. We miss the experience of life, number one. We miss the intuitive hits of like, hey, I, you know, something's not right here. And let me look into what's going on with this team member or Something's not right in my body. Like I need to take time to go to that dentist or doctor or whatever it is. Like we miss the intuitive signs that were coming to direct us all along the way. And when you prioritize yourself, it's so counterintuitive because we're just told like work harder and that's how you're going to make more money or that's how you're going to get ahead. How many times have my biggest creative impulses come while I was literally like at some beach club on vacation somewhere, not even thinking about anything and the idea popped in. Or when you're not thinking about work and you're like driving or you're in the shower and it's like, oh, right. Because then there's actually room for spirit to come in where you don't have to be the one to do it all. And that's what I think is so exciting about going into this next era on the planet where it's not just about the hustle and always about the business and working all the time. You know, one of the reasons why I know I'm, and I feel so grateful that 
God has entrusted me with this experience in the Q Club is because it's like, okay, great. We've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? It's, I remember when just recently Glenn and I were enjoying Valentine's Day weekend and we just like, we did nothing but play. We went to the beach and we just sat outside with our coffee and watched the sunrise and made a delicious dinner at home. And just like, we were just being with each other. And it was like such a pleasure filled weekend. We weren't doing anything. And that's what fills my soul. I mean, yes, my my work is meaningful for me, but it is not the totality of my life. And that's what I think is so important for us women to to consider for each other that these things that we've been taught that you like all these mothers over giving to their children and and all these entrepreneurs over giving to their clients and just women in general just always being the ones to do it's fine to take an afternoon off it's fine to take a nap. It's fine to draw yourself a, a bubble bath. It's like, and whatever your thing is, send yourself flowers, give yourself a manicure. And I'm not just talking about like fluffy self-care. I'm talking about really being there for you. Maybe the way you wish other people would be there for you or really seeing you, like seeing yourself the way you wish your Instagram followers would see you. When you give yourself the time and space and grace to evolve as the next best version of you, to really sit in silence with God and just let yourself be whispered to by the divine, when you put your trust in being guided that You don't have to conjure up some fake belief that if you push the boulder up the hill strong enough, fast enough, that like somehow that's how you're going to win at life. Mm -mm. More being, more play, more feeling, less thinking, more pleasure, pleasure, whether that pleasure comes from a sitting with a cup of tea or walking in nature or reading a book or just playing with your kids and not making it about homework and like needing to like make something happen. God's got that. God's got it all orchestrated on your behalf. And, you know, we're not here to do a pendulum swing of like do absolutely nothing. But I do think a really nice pattern interrupt for you to really be there for you just to be alone with your own thoughts, to hear from your own soul, to, to, to ask yourself better questions. Like, what do I desire in life? And what is my purpose? And if there were no consequences or limitations, how would I design my life? What if I wasn't on the hamster wheel or just in same old, same old, or like, living in this lovely but basically machine that I've created for myself. How, if I could like totally draw on a blank canvas, what would I design my life to be and be about? And what kind of lifestyle and what kind of relationships and what kind of 
work or ministry because you are a creator queen. But we can't create from always doing. We can't create from our beautiful bodies always being filled up. We can't create when there's just not one more hour that you can squeeze out of the day. That's just survive. And you didn't come here to survive. You came here to thrive. You came here to thrive. And I know this world has taught us that our natural instincts are wrong, are irresponsible, are crazy, are lazy, or whatever it is. But we know that we came here to create beautiful, beautiful things, experiences, healing in the world. And so I want you to treat yourself like the beautiful child of God that you are. And it might even take some courage for you to see what your life is like when there's less doing and more being, when there's less you orchestrating everything and there's more God divinely designing. What happens in your life or work or with your family when you have more sleep versus less? When you have more time to yourself versus none? When you actually focus also on receiving, not always giving. Now there's a pattern interrupt. You taking a break, closing the computer, putting the phone down, prioritizing whatever living, living, divine living looks like to you. I know this can be a pretty scary endeavor. And for anyone that wants some help with this, DM me on Instagram, reach out, let me know how you're, you're doing on this, this topic. I've had so many super successful friends, like I'll, I'll play this game. They'll be like, yeah, when we're at dinner, like, let's not talk about work. And it's like, well, what am I going to talk about? Like, cause that was what it used to always be. Or what would you do with a day to yourself? And I know so many women, um, many of my clients and friends wouldn't even know how, what, 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 how to spend a day on themselves. I have one awesome friend who was like, she's like, Jane, I don't know who I am outside of work. And I was like, well, let's discover that. And she started gardening and her husband asked her if she was dying or something like what was, what was wrong? Like, the, like women living, like being feminine and living is so foreign to ourselves sometimes, let alone our partners, that it can evoke that kind of reaction. It doesn't need to be this way. We get to be the trendsetters who say, you know what? I'm grateful that I have a meaningful career and I am also doing life in a way that I am proud of. That, um, look at, I'm not here to make anyone right or wrong on anything. I'm just here to say, you don't have to work on Saturdays. Like it's, it's, you don't have to work all the time and who you are as a beautiful human, a beautiful woman already with a God-given purpose. Like you don't have to create it. It's already been created. What if you just gave yourself permission to live it? 
to be feminine, to discover who you are as a feminine woman and queen. You know, the statistics are that one in a hundred people, one in a hundred Americans know what they want. That means we're not spending time, you know, walking, going for a walk. That means we're not spending time just hearing our own thoughts. That means we're not spending time developing a relationship with our individual selves. If one in a hundred people know what they want, mm-mm, mm-mm. I know that's not what I came here for. I did not come here to work all the time. I did not here come here to get lost or create some sort of false identity that of who I am as a career person. I love life way too much. And I'm just really committed to how I define the good life. And you get to define it in whatever way is really true for you. If it's more time with yourself, more time with God, more time with kids, more time for play, whatever that is. But let's get out of being part of a society that expects women to do everything all the time. Because we're developing diagnoses over it, ladies. We're blowing out our adrenals. Where there's a sadness in our eyes because we're not experiencing the totality of life. We're tired, exhausted. This is no way to live. It's just a way to survive. So I'm going to be so curious. I want you to take a screenshot of this episode. I want to hear what are you, what way are you committed to? Whatever your own version is, taking a break, adding more pleasure into your life, doing life by design, getting great at not just divine working, but also divine living. What's this look like when you're more feminine, when you are prioritizing you? So take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram. Let me know what form that takes for you. And let's just fill, let's just fill up the social media airwaves with women like us really getting to experience the totality of life. I'm not saying don't have a career. I'm not saying don't work. I do, and I love my career. But I also love my alone time, and I love my time with my husband. And I love my time just luxuriating in whatever lifestyle choice I'm making for the moment. I love it all. I love feeling rested. I love feeling healthy. I love feeling vibrant. I love being in the thrive not just working all the time to survive. And if you're still listening to this, I'm going to guess that you feel the same way too. So let's reprioritize what success actually is, what it really looks like. And P.S., let's not judge another sister either because nobody has your destiny but you. Nobody has my destiny but me. And we're all like on the adventure of discovering who it is that we're meant to be. And there's, of course, different seasons in different women's lives also. What is exciting and what is powerful and what is glorious is all of us women living much more by our own choices, much more conscious of what our own needs are, what our own desires are, and giving ourselves permission to take a break, Take time, take the space to just live, to just live. Because 
Ultimately, that is what we came here for. Thanks so much for being here today. I know I feel better. I hope you feel better. I want to invite you to make sure that you are signed up for the Q Club premiere. That's right. This is five days where you just get to come and be given to the desire that you we're talking about you manifesting. It's going to be just enhanced and supported so much more over these five days of goodness of you getting so great at divine living. So I want to make sure you're there. It's totally free. Tell all your friends about it. Check out the links in the show notes and make sure you are signed up because it's only five days. I want to make sure that you get in on it. Lots of love, ladies. All right, my beautiful, I hope that you have loved this episode and it has been a blessing in your life. And if you could use a little extra love and support in sisterhood, I want to invite you to join me in my global community in the Audacity to be Queen free companion course. This is completely free. And when you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity, you're going to get meditations. You're going to get videos. You're going to get workbooks. You're going to get Q&A call replays with me. It's just a whole bunch of positive programming completely for free. I want to make sure that you have this love in your life. So go get it now at divineliving.com forward slash audacity.